1: My mother in law, she doesn't listen to podcasts. She doesn't listen to anyone. But you should listen to Record Celtic, part of the Daily Wrecked Podcast Network. Subscribe at iTunes and Audio Boom. All right. Welcome to the Record Celtic Podcast I'm Fraser Wilson and today I'm joined by Daily Record Sports' Michael Gannon On the pod today we preview Saturday's clash with Dundee As Joop Hinkes is appointed at Bayern We ask, can Celtic get a result in Munich? And as Scotland crash out of the World Cup qualifying ah, We analyse Celtic players' performances and assess the big question What nets for Scott Brown at international level? Michael I can't believe we've just finished in that, Scotland. Nope. I'm still deflated yourself. Oh, I'm still in, in, in deep, dark hole at the moment after that one, yeah. It's
0: um, typically Scottish, wasn't it, as well? And they gave us the hope. And then even at the end, they score again. It was even worse, I think, just to give us a little bit more hope. And then extinguish it. Ah, oh, it's just painful. Yeah. But uh, back to the rigours of um, domestic football, Okay. maybe thankfully. Let's,
1: let's move on. Looking ahead, Saturday's clash with Dundee then. Neil McCann Bringing his side Down the road 8th um, placed in the table uh, What can you expect For the Dens Parkers? I've been a
0: wee bit Surprised with Dundee When they looked To the international break um, When we saw them At the start of the season I, I really feared for them I, I thought I wasn't convinced With the signings I didn't particularly See a structure Of play I thought This could be A, a real worry for them This year um, But in the last Three or four weeks I think since they lost To Rangers At the start of October Maybe oh, Um I think they've, they've picked up uh, a couple of cracking results They beat St Johnson, which is never easy um, Draw with Kelly, alright Kelly they're struggling But there's a point point. And then they go and beat Hearts in the, in the last game Which is a huge result, Hearts have been doing well under Craig Levine So they've hit a bit of form And they're starting to come together um, So I think they're, they're, they're in decent shape at the moment Dundee. there Maybe surprisingly so ah, It's an upward trend, I mean What's the new signings have stood out for you? Well a couple of guys that came in At first we didn't really know what to make of them I think you look at the lad there's a, a Rory Deacon um, like, a, like a fly machine In uh, the middle of the park A wide But you maybe think Final ball Maybe not quite there But then if you had a final ball You'd be worth millions In playing somewhere else I guess that's what way you've got true. to do. it At right that front uh, Moussa scored a few goals now Um, Took about time to find his feet But he's now scoring a few goals But Dundee had a lot of problems at the back At the start of the season A lot of injuries uh, It was difficult for them Lost a few bad goals But they seem to be settling down And they're scoring goals And they're they're doing okay They're they're, they're, they're coping better than I thought they would be um, In that first opening month of the season
1: Yeah, and then of course we have got Neil McCann um, Always a favourite As a Celtic support but had a little dig at them, didn't he, ahead of the, the League Cup clash la- last uh, month yeah. What sort of reception do you think he's in for a party well, he listen he'll be the parent of mine, it He'll be another one of these
0: guys that's the kind of, um, the, the getting booed and, and shirricked and all that stuff But, listen, Neil McCann's used to it He's played in uh, far more intimidating environments than, than that A um, veteran of old firm encounters and all that stuff and he was, I think he was involved in the, one of the more infamous ones Uh, Back at Parkhead Back in the day When there was all kinds of mayhem Breaking Ah. out So he'll he'll cope with it just fine But of course he'll get a bit of stick But Um, most of it will be Kind of um, kiddie on stuff I don't think it'll be A bit of a sideshow really I think to the game Yeah Yeah.
1: Well Half the squad almost Are coming back off Scotland duty Um, They've got the rigours Of the Champions League Coming up next week Uh, But it's Dundee first How does Brendan Rodgers Manage this schedule And the tiredness In his players This is a tricky one uh, the Bayern game next week obviously is, is
0: absolutely massive uh, question mark Scott Brown and Armstrong obviously struggling big time then you're looking at uh, Michael Lustig with Sweden uh, Joseph Simonovich, both carrying knocks for international duty not, not particularly serious, I don't think um, but you'd think that this is a weekend for Court and Will uh, I mean I think they've got a big squad so they can bring in players then you've got Tom Rogic who's currently involved with Australia uh, against Syria in the playoff, he's off he's not going to be involved this weekend he won't get back for goodness knows how long uh, he's got a 25-hour flight ahead of him uh, so he won't be involved so there is going to be I think it's going to be a, a much-changed Celtic side I think this weekend but you look at the squad and they have got guys that can come in uh, and cope and then there's guys like Callum McGregor who didn't get involved from Scotland from the two games sitting there chomping at the bit to get back so guys like that I think will come in and uh, listen we all know they're equipped to do the job they're, they're, they're a lot of these guys are not not Finch players anywhere else they just happen to be at Celtic, and you'd expect them to come in and hit the ground running. Do
1: you think possibly there might be a wee hangover in the Craig Gordons and the Kieran Tierney just for that horrible disappointment for Sunday? I
0: don't think so. I, I've actually asked Brendan Rodgers that in the past when, when Scotland were struggling a year ago. I'd asked if they need to kind of lift them and stuff like that, and he, he said no. It's, they can compartmentalise and, and draw a line of the, the national service and come back and hit the, hit the club game where um, uh, they left off. So I don't think there'll be any kind of hangover. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to be especially with the Champions League in business next week that's a um, sure fair way to focus the attention that's
1: for sure oh it's big game after big game isn't it I, I can imagine deep down Brendan Rodgers is maybe happy Scotland campaign is over now and that's one less thing for a happy squad to worry about but it's league duty first as we spoke about and uh, only goal difference separating Celtic and Aberdeen at the top um, Aberdeen a very difficult trip to Easter Road on Saturday but uh, are you surprised uh, After eight games That Aberdeen Are keeping tabs With Celtic
0: No Not at all um, I think maybe surprised In the fact that Aberdeen are up there And only goal difference Off the top And yet I don't think Aberdeen have actually Played their best yet I think um, I think Dernie Kinnis is, is, is great at getting results And getting the best Out of his team But I don't think They've hit the straps yet I think there's more To come from Aberdeen um, I like the signing he's made He's done well Bringing in some good players He likes the Christies And Stewart And May who I think is going to be, if he can stay fit, He's going to be a great player for them. Um, so now I expect, I, I did expect them to start the season to be the main the main challengers, uh, and I, I still think that's the case. I think they are the ones who look the second best team in Scotland right now, and I think the likes of Rangers have to focus on getting above them um, rather than listen. Celtic, I think, are miles ahead of everybody. I think that's accepted, and it's going to be the case again. But Aberdeen are,
1: are still the best of the rest, and it's um, up to us to prove otherwise. Aberdeen's big. Challenge this season is to get a scalp off Celtic, isn't it? Six games, six defeats last season, and that is another huge game on the horizon, isn't it? After after Bayern Munich, then comes Aberdeen, but games just keep coming for Celtic.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be our test. That's a, I think it's the last test for Aberdeen, isn't it? Like yes. You see after last year, but listen, it's not easy. It's, I mean, Celtic have got the resources and the, and the the squad to 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 be comfortably better than the rest. So it's a challenge for likes of Aberdeen, um, we've got two Aberdeen Rangers games to look forward to. Two in a week as well Which is going to be interesting I think um, But I think In this little next phase I think Celtic on back to back I'm not saying Celtic Take the eye off the ball At home Because they don't seem To do that But I think that's Where their priority Is going to lie In this next few weeks Yeah Alright Let's go
1: ahead To the Bayern Munich clash then Youp um, Hinkes Is that what we're calling
0: them? Yep We agreed on that I think um, Also known as The Bayern Jockey Scott all right, his aye. fourth. He's fourth spell at Bayern. Ah, well, Jockey Hinkins. We'll well, Jockey, Jockey I was going to say he's about as old as a bottle. I wonder got a on the shelf back
1: home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 72 years old. He's won Champions League twice, and he's got three Bundesliga winners medals under his belt as well. This is a guy who knows how to win. He knows the players. Um, it's a dangerous appointment for Celtic. Do you think?
0: Well, this is the this is the in case of emergency break glass appointment for Bayern. They've went back to their, their tried and trust, trusted and they've got back Jockey for a spell. <laughs> 72 years old. He's, I wondered what he was up to. Yeah, he's almost catching up with uh, Alex Smith uh, <laughs> at 72. But apparently, listen, he still he still likes his music. He's still quite trendy, he says. He's still sharp. Uh, apparently, he's dog. I Advise them to take the job as well. It um, sounds a bit barking to me. Barking, I'm glad you said that, <laughs> first, <no. laughs> oh, That's <doubly laughs> in me. Friend, yeah. um, but listen, he's a, he's a safe pair of hands, isn't he? That's, but, but the thing is that Bayern, everyone was saying Bayern's in crisis. Two draws in the Bundesliga League this year, uh, no defeats, and they got horsed by PSG. So that's constitutes a crisis at Bayern, and the manager gets his books. But listen, we've all heard the rumours about uh, Ancelotti and the training and. The, and I think uh I think he's actually mentioned it in his press conference yesterday but like unveiled there's a hierarchy in the dressing room which, which basically got shot at the manager the other one's like ousted the, the manager weren't happy with the training thought he was a dinosaur saying the point somebody at 72 <laughs> <to deploy. laughs> that but, makes sense eh? but the dressing room in there is obviously where the power is yeah so it would be interesting to see how, how he gets on how, how Jockey gets on coming in there and <laughs> uh, taking on that dressing big characters like sort of Robin but are hearing that uh, James Rodriguez we Jamesy isn't, isn't happy in Germany he wants to go back to Real Madrid um, so maybe it's a good time to be playing one of the superpowers if that's possible yeah,
1: well, as you said yourself the big man jockey has got experience of these situations from Denz Park so I'm sure everything will be fine about <laughs> <up> by <him. laughs> um, looking for an injury update to Celtic and they've, they've not had the, their problems to seek in that regard have they um, yeah well that's what we were
0: saying Yeah, I think, I think tomorrow will be interesting and they'll check back in the next couple of days to see who's all all fit fitting well, so it'd be interesting. But um, you think Celtic need to have. I mean, Simonovic and, and Boyata will be key next week. You think the guys have to be fit? Scott Brown's a huge one. Nah. Is he going to be ready Doubt out it? Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, he pulled a hammy in, in in Belgium. You think that's three, four weeks? So touch and go. Armstrong mm-hmm. as well. So it's big players. Could be out. Um, so listen, it's a free punch listen, this Bayern game, especially in Germany. Celtic have kind of almost assured themselves a European football will be on Christmas I don't see Anderlecht taking points off PSG uh, or Bayern um, so as long as don't get beat for nothing at home to Anderlecht they're in, they're in Europe after Christmas job done as far as Celtic are concerned so these are three punches they can get a point and in Germany like I said, that actually solidifies their, their chances of getting, or makes sure they're going to be in Europe after Christmas um, but they can have a swing at it that's the way they got to view Well, of I'm
1: glad you mentioned that, Michael, because that takes us So Last week, we asked Craig Swan the same question, and he basically said, nah, don't be daft. Two games against Bayern Munich, nah. Xander get left games that matter. Europa League after Christmas, everyone's happy, and there's no doubt in that. But Bayern have got their problems. Um, the old Celtic part. Yeah, factor. Bayern's
0: problems are, are, are <laughs> slightly
1: different to everybody else's problems. It's their diamond shoes are too tight. Do you know what I mean? ah, well. Don't you give Celtic a <laughs> chance at least of getting something out of the two games. I'm not talking about over in Munich, but... I think over in Munich, it's it's tough. I mean, let's be face it, especially the new manager
0: coming in and a, a new approach. I think that would be very, very tough. Celtic Park, never know. But then we've seen PSG, what they did over, over here as well. So it's, listen, we've new illusions. Bayern are one of the biggest sides on the planet their budget is off the chart Yeah, I mean it's they've got the best some of the best players in the world so anything you can scratch from these guys is a bonus
1: Where are going to be broken down then I've heard not rumours but suggestions that Manuel Neuer's replacement ain't quite up to, up to well it can't be
0: Manuel Neuer's arguably the best goalkeeper in the world or at least one of the top three so you're not going to get replacement it's going to be that level so yeah but again they're bringing in guys who are, are top class so he's not going to throw the ball on the back of the net it's not It's not bring in (laughs) me or you but two goalies sitting here don't bring me into this (coughs) (coughs) well I'll take for myself maybe you do do, (laughs) no chance but but no they're they're bringing in quality so it's it's a a, a slight uh, boost for Celtic but marginal very marginal it's a huge
1: task against Bayern you've got to be honest here yeah so realistically you're saying the same as your mucker swanny third place everyone's happy I think nobody's got any complaints. To finish. I
0: mean, and like we've got a, a far bigger budget than Celtic as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought they, I thought it was terrific out there. I thought it was one of the the, the the best performances by a Scottish team away from home in Europe for a long time. You think back maybe Rangers and Lyon, that kind of thing. Celtic away from home have been traditionally brutal, um, so it's arguably one of their best performances in in, in a long time. Uh, and the way they can the, the game management more than anything else, the way they, the way they controlled the match, I thought yeah. it was very impressive. But you're stepping up a, another level here. Against, against Munich it'll yeah. be uh, interesting I'm going to see them on Saturday I'm flying out to, to see the game against Freiburg I'll, I'll, see, see, it, any, I'll see any chinks in armour on Saturday aye. Um, but I don't think I'll see many what
1: else are you going to get up to there Michael I don't know, apparently the oh, Lofbrow breakfast.
0: house is a nice uh, tourist attraction ah, but I'm not sure if it's uh, what it is I think it's about a bar or something I don't know
1: Octoberfest still dragging on I don't know I might oh, oh, have my own, own version <laughs> <laughs> Right let's move on again Scotland as we've mentioned before Crashed out World Cup qualifying Deja vu here A massive decision Facing Scott Brown now Isn't there Is it 32 years old Do you think he's got another Qualifying campaign in him I think he has Surely At 32 He's fit as a fiddle And Worryingly for Scotland I don't think they've got anyone That can replace Scott Brown The type of player he is What do you think he's going to do The thing is
0: Scott Brown doesn't know What he's going to do so, to try and preempt Scott Brown is is difficult because I think he'll be at the moment weighing up what to do. Well, I'll I think a lot of it. Like might, what
1: should they do? What should they do? Yeah.
0: It'd be a hard man to replace, but you've got to look at the logistics of it. Scotland's next competitive tie is next September in the UEFA Nations League, yeah. um, which need a master's degree to work out how it's going to unfold. Uh, Nobody can, can figure it out. So we play that next September. We don't have a European quali- have a, um, a European championships Qualifier till March two thousand nineteen. Which, which time Scott Brown's thirty four, pushing on thirty five. The competition is not till twenty twenty. Thirty five years old. I don't know. I think if if Scott Brown's looking at it long term, he's not co- kicking a competitive ball for another year. But it takes you to thirty three. Is there any point going on? Do we need to start again? Do we need to find? We've got maybe some friendlies in March, April next year. That maybe can just try and find the next batch McGinns, the McGregors, these kind of guys. Um, but if Scott fancies it, he'll go on. And I don't, uh, if, if it's Gordon Strachan in charge or anyone else, I think they'll, they'll want him on board. Yeah. Um, if Strachan goes, I suspect Scott might think I'm going to go as well. But I maybe mean, he's done it already and come back. So I would doubt very much we'll see Scott Brown in Scotland Jairs again unless it's an, an emergency and I think if he's playing well in a year's time and we're up against it against Finland in the you know, Nations Cup or something like that what it's called and he might get a call we might come in then but yeah. who knows he's with
1: Scott Alright well one, one Celtic player that has got years ahead of him in the Scotland Shorts Kieran Tierney I felt sorry for Kieran Tierney at the tail end of this campaign it worked because it, it coincided with the results turning in our favour and the defence keeping four clean sheets out of five, which was a major problem at the start of the campaign. But typical Scotland, two fantastic full backs, but they're both on the same side. So for some reason, Kieran Tierney was the one that shifted to the right. Do you think he will continue in that position for country? I don't
0: know. I thought I thought he did well when off against England and um, Slovenia. Uh, I thought. And Malta and in Lithuania. Lithuania um, yeah. I thought the Slovakia game on Thursday. I thought he looked uncomfortable. He was right. Uncomfortable, didn't wasn't he? it right? Uh, I don't think. But just it's, it's just natural. Your body shape when you get the ball across. Your right back, who's a natural right back, who's inclined to take it away from you and into the space but he's more inclined to come inside. It, it, it jammed up the play. It didn't flow through him. He likes to get up at the top of the park and attack. That's where he's, he, that's where he's terrific. Last he's done a great job. But defensively, he'll get wired in. He's, I mean, you always want it. him in your team but whoever's in charge whether it's scoring strike and anyone we need to find a way to try and get these guys and the team together yeah. maybe Tierney as a centre back or a, a three at the back maybe play the three four three that, that something Celtics play when it comes to that situation yeah. Tierney can play in there and he can get up the park I don't know
1: he was in there against England wasn't he yeah,
0: Hi. yeah. Uh, he played left centre back there Um did very well there. Um, yeah so that the, might be, interest, uh, so. maybe the <coughs> excuse me the future from I don't know, it's tricky, it's unfortunate, uh, it's such the pity that one of them isn't a natural right-back. Uh, it's just sod's law that our we, squad, the Scotland's squad lopsided, that's not got strikers or right-back or centre-halves, yeah. or now centre-midfield players are...
1: It turns out like we've only got left-backs. <laughs> <No, laughs> apart, well, well, apart from that we're in well. good shape, yeah. Again, funny you mention that, honestly, you think we scripted this, wouldn't you? <laughs> right, um, Scotland don't have right-backs, but there's the emergence of a certain Tony Ralston. Um, he's getting more and more game time with Celtic. Yeah, uh, has been invited to train with the top team by Gordon Strachan on yeah. national duty. Should he be Scotland's future right back? I think he will be. I think he will be eventually. I think it's too soon now.
0: Too soon I now. I think it's too yeah. soon just now. You um, know, we're a
1: year away, as you said, from the next competitive. Well,
0: that's the thing. When you get Kyle Patterson coming back yeah. um, to fitness after a this injury, so um, who's also got the physicality that, that um, apparently we were. Or genetically, <laughs> disadvantage over um, a big strat um, defender. Um, so are, um, I think in a year's time, possibly. I think. I think Ralston will play this weekend with Ulisdi um, coming back from international duty with a you knock. Are yep. struggling a wee bit. Um, he has got the rap he's on a cotton wheel job for, for the European game. So I, I would expect to see Ralston at weekend. Mm. I've been impressed with him. Listen, I don't. I didn't agree with the decision to play against PSG. I thought it was. Um, a lot bit dangerous and a, a lot about unfair the kid to put up against a, one of the best players in the world Neymar one of your um, three punches
1: though, as you mentioned isn't it? Is it, it, it just throw the lad in get the experience and don't expect yeah it listen
0: much. the good thing was he didn't seem to be he wasn't overawed by it and he didn't seem to be affected by it he played the following week and did well yep. um, he took it in his stride Whereas some kids would have been that room and bubbling for three weeks after Neymar <laughs> <after, after laughs> but no he took it well and I think it'll, it'll eventually he'll look back on that as a major learning experience and he'll, he'll benefit from it a, weirdly in the long run so I think he will be a future Scotland man
1: ah, he seems to be mentally tough good on him um, another Celtic player uh, played a big part in the, the qualifying campaign there's Lee Griffiths he was snubbed at first by Strachan and a lot of people suggesting possibly rightly that's what's cost us in the long run Um Scotland's best striker since Super Alley, would you say? I don't know about that. Had guys,
0: no. no, I don't know. I've had guys that done the job. But, I mean, possibly. I mean, Alley was a, a great goal scorer. Giff is just a different kind of player. Listen, he's the best we've got just now, well, without by doubt. a long shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's all that matters. Um, keeping him fit is key for Celtic and for, for Scotland. Uh, interestingly enough, I think Mr Dembele played for an hour with France in their 21s last night so he looks as though he's now back uh, back in business so it'll be interesting to see how Ben Rodgers plays it now with the two of them Aye. Um, because the way it's worked he's kind of been not fortunate but when one's in one's out and occasionally yeah. both out at the same time but when they're both fully fit I'm interested to see who he goes with obviously last year he went with belly for long periods uh, and it'll be interesting to see how Dombele gets on come back from to full fitness yeah. I imagine he wanted to make up for lost time
1: to say Griffiths has got his nose in front now hasn't
0: he well he's had the start of the season and he's done well he's Aye. scored a lot of goals as usual uh, he's looked good his all round play it was good I thought he was terrific against Slovakia I mean the goal was just that's the kind of thing that you wouldn't expect from Griffiths a year ago Yeah, I mean, he was on his knees he was absolutely shattered Aye. And, he, and he managed to kind of Stim- control it oh, and then get his toe to get that tremendous. goal it was, it was brilliant um, teamwork and um, play um, then and he goal, that, his goal finished was a finish. Now.
1: Made it look easy, didn't he? That's the only place he could put it. Made it look yeah. easy. A really
0: difficult ball made it look easy. So he's, yep. he's in, he is a guy in top form. Fitness wise, I don't know. He looked he looked done in mm. um, Sunday night. He looked as though he was on his, on his knees again Sunday night. So I don't know. if I think I think this is a weekend to kind of let him put the feet up, to be honest, right. and give Dan Bailey some much needed game time. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a decision for next week.
1: Okay, well, big decision to be made there. Just finally, then on the Celtic stroke Scotland topic, a lot of talk on this, but just how big a debt do you think, in your mind, does Gordon Strachan owe Brendan Rodgers for this mini resurgence in Scotland's form? It's ultimately got us nowhere. Well,
0: until (laughs) it back to back to the the old (laughs) type. Um, I don't think you underestimate it. I mean, look at, I mean, that's the thing about Rodgers' Celtic team; It's it's got a Scottish core. Uh, albeit supplemented by the likes of Scott Sinclair and Dembele and these kind of guys, but um, there's no coincidence. I think it was the Slovenia game at home. There was there was six Celtic players, five, there well, five at Wembley, I think. The game of four, we done okay. Six against Slovakia, I think it was five against Lithuania and Malta, and um, five. I think, think there's only maybe four or five, and then four and three in the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Anderson and brown were huge misses. Oh, so the awesome. Scottish resurgence. Uh, and a lot of it is based on the, the, the form of the Celtic players. I mean, you you could make a case for having seven players from Celtic in that squad and that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gordon Tierney, Brown, Armstrong, McGregor, Griffiths, McDonald. Forrest, Forrest. Sorry, I thought Forrest should have played on Sunday night. Aye, aye. Um, strange enough. But um, so you could say that, that these seven players are they are they are they seven of the top eleven players in, in their positions in the country? I would think aye. yes. Yep, I would think yes, um, but. So you have to say that Rodgers has helped these players develop. So he has an impact on the Scotland team, Um, albeit two of them missing the last two games proved fatal. end.
1: aye, I think it was Trevor Sinclair I saw suggesting the SFA should appoint him as an advisor. The next manager. I think he already is. <laughs> oh well, just go the uh, whole. Uh, ben is manager. Give me
0: his, give me his, uh, advice. He managed uh, Celtic And Scotland. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's realistic. <laughs> I don't think the SFA budget could stretch to, to afford <laughs> Brendan Rodgers. Unfortunately, I think the English FA could. Could. Ah, could. Right, okay. And that's that's the looming shadow. I think for. Ah, for I think right. if I was. I think um, Celtic fans should be more worried about the English FA coming in. Mm-hmm. I think when uh, England did their usual um, collapse in Russia. Uh, under Gareth Southgate when he's hunted there's, there's no doubt what happened I think the first port of call was going to be uh, uh, Parkhead alright oh, Yeah. Uh, well, that, that, that would be the fear for most Celtic fans I think because that will be the first phone call they make they've done it twice already um, heard it so uh, that's my I'd be, I'd be more concerned about the FA rather than the SFA.
1: ok well on that positive-ish note <laughs> Michael <laughs> hey, that's all from us this week folks we'll be back next Tuesday by 4pm if you want to get in touch with us, you can. I'm on Twitter at Doonhamer79 and my call is at...
0: At Michael Gannon, funny enough. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's I don't have any of these kid your own names to hide behind.
1: Ah, right. Okay. my, my chop feet right in there. I've my big my back. Don't forget to subscribe at iTunes or Audioboom to get the podcast as soon as it's available. And if you liked it, please review and rate us on there too. Thanks very much for listening.